0: ESPN Radio.
1: ESPN Radio.
0: It has been a wild, wild day with the news that Deshaun Watson is headed to Cleveland after it appeared dead. He is with the Browns, headed there in a trade that would get three first-round picks plus other picks for the Houston Texans. And Deshaun Watson gets $230 million over five years and the contract fully guaranteed by Browns owner Jimmy Haslam. It's Chris Carlin, Chris Canty on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance at Progressive. Get a quote today. Get it fast at progressivecommercial.com. For more on this story, we head down to Houston. We welcome in Sarah Barshop, ESPN's Texans reporter who joins us right now. You can follow her on Twitter at Sarah Barshop. All right, Sarah, first of all, as this all played out, you were covering them you were covering the whole situation last week when Deshaun uh, did not have any charges filed against him or at least the grand jury didn't put any out there. So, where did this stand in terms of the Texans in terms of wanting to get this done as fast as possible? And also what kind of leverage they ended up having if any in this kind of a
2: deal? Yeah, I think you know, I think back to a year ago when Sean Watson. I guess it was more than a year ago when Watson requested that trade. And the sticking point was always, well, he has a no trade clause. And the thought was, I think, by people in the building was, okay, but we don't have to trade him, right? Like, we can we can see, if, you know, make him play. I don't know if he can make someone play, but we have the options to make sure he doesn't have all the leverage in the situation. And I think the way we put, thought played out with Watson meeting with the teams, with him ultimately choosing who he's going to waive no tree clause for. I think worked out in Watson's favor. Um, things happened pretty quickly. It was just a week ago that I was sitting outside a courthouse waiting to hear if the there would be any criminal charges against Watson. And the NFL moves pretty quickly. Um, I I think once team realized there were no criminal charges, they said, okay, we're ready to make a move. And a week later, that's what happened. Sarah,
1: it's clear that the Texans discussed the guidelines, the framework for how these teams would approach. Uh, their course of action in trying to recruit Deshaun Watson and get him to waive his no-trade. Do you know if the Texans allowed other teams to discuss a reworked contract for Deshaun Watson while they were going through the process? Because it seems like this is something that came together pretty quickly for the Cleveland Browns.
2: I don't know if other teams discussed it. I don't know if other teams were willing to give them a new contract, but it seems like the sticking point was that guaranteed money. And the big thing is I've seen reports that only $1 million of his salary this year is his base salary, which means that if he is suspended because of these allegations, that the percentage his per game money would come out of that $1 million as opposed to his whole contract. So, yes, I'm sure the guaranteed money he wanted was very important to him as we look at what he did end up getting. But I'm guessing there also was some significance to him and his agency in making sure that if he is suspended, he doesn't take the hit financially.
0: Sarah Barshop, the ESPN Houston Texans reporter, joining us on Carlin and Canty on ESPN Radio. Sarah, did the Texans have any interest whatsoever in getting Baker Mayfield back in this deal?
2: From what I've been told, they didn't. Um, Look, the Texans believe they have a quarterback that they think is worth giving a chance at, Davis Mills. I think, you know, in the last week we've talked about Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, those guys coming to Houston – And what I heard around the building was, what's the upside in that? Not that Baker Mayfield isn't a better quarterback than Davis Mills, but they have a quarterback on a rookie deal. He's going into his his second year, and they think he's worth giving a shot, you know, taking a look at what he can do. He didn't play well at the beginning of last year, but he played well enough in those last five starts that they think, you know, let's see what he can do for us. And to them, that's more valuable than having a guy who they're about to have to give a big contract extension to or has a really big cap hit.
1: So, Sarah, what's the next order of business for Nick Casario? Again, they they received a huge haul uh, for Deshaun Watson. What what do they prioritize in terms of rebuilding this roster and moving this program forward?
2: To me, it'll be interesting to see if Casario decides in the draft to trade down or to pick at three. Um, You know, he talked before this trade when they only had the, the number three pick and not the 13th pick, you know, would I trade down? You know, he said I'm open, you know, to any conversation about it. But I got the I got the feeling that he was open to more picks. Now he has a lot more picks. Um, but I still think he likes to take his bullets. I think he likes the opportunity to have as many shots of this as he can. Um, now, if there's a guy he loves at three, I'm sure he would not hesitate to take him. But I think he's about finding value. And so that starts in this draft. And one thing that I was just counting, they're, I mean, they're going to have – six first-round picks unless something changes in the next three years. In the last four drafts, they've had one pick in the first round. And so, obviously, that wasn't him. That was Bill O'Brien and Brian Gate, But I think the way that he values those picks are maybe not just, okay, we're going to take as many first-round selections we can, but just let me find the guys I see the most value in, and maybe that comes from trading down and kind of amassing even more picks.
0: Sarah, appreciate the time and insight. Thanks very much for a couple of minutes.
2: Chris,
0: thanks for your man. Sarah Barshop, ESPN, ESPN Texans reporter down in Houston, follower on Twitter at Sarah Barshop. And it is interesting that the Texans actually come away with what they did in this. And for them, it's an opportunity to move forward. And see, I know that they were feeling good about what Davis Mills can do. Yep. It made absolutely no sense to me that they would ever want Baker Mayfield back in the deal. I I wouldn't ever expect that for all of the reasons that she laid out, and they came out of the year feeling good about him. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: why would you want Baker Mayfield in this situation where you have a quarterback that you would like to give a little more runway to and see what he can develop into? This is not a year where the Houston Texans are expected to do any high-level winning. So why are you going to pay a quarterback $18 million when you have Davis Mills on his rookie contract? That part of it doesn't make any sense and you heard from Sarah just now, Nick Casario wants to get as many shots at this thing in the draft over the course of the next two or three seasons as he possibly can. So he's about acquiring maximum draft capital. That's what he was interested in in this Deshaun Watson deal. He does that as well as getting some cap relief for his team. So they'll have a lot of ammunition to infuse this roster with talent because when you look at it top to bottom, that might be the least talented roster in the entire division. So, I mean, there's a lot of work for Casario to do, but now he's got the tools in order to be able to get it done.
0: Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, ESPN Radio Flipside, and the bigger part of this story, and that's Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. $230 fully guaranteed. This, in your mind, makes the Cleveland Browns the blank team in the AFC North. What is it?
1: They're the best team in the AFC North. They are. They have the best quarterback in the AFC North. They have the best offensive line in the AFC North. They have the best defense in the AFC North. And when you look at the top-end talent, I mean, there's there's an argument to be made for what the Cincinnati Bengals are bringing to the party on the offensive side of the ball, but I don't think they're anywhere close on the defensive side of the ball. When you look at JOK, when you look at Miles Garrett, when you look at Denzel Ward, right there, you're talking about three guys that can absolutely make it happen. Pro Bowl, all pro caliber players. On the offensive side, your offensive line is built like a brick wall. You have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. I get it. Joe Mixon is a hell of a running back. But when you look at the totality of that running game, I think the Cleveland Browns finished fourth in rushing last year. Knowing some of the things, some of the concepts that Kevin Stefanski can execute with the stretch zone and then being able to have bootlegs and sprints with Deshaun Watson off of that, that's going to put a lot of pressure on opposing defenses. So, yeah, from an X's and O's standpoint, from a talent standpoint, I think they are the best team in the division. And Cincinnati or Baltimore is going to have to prove me wrong in this one because they seem like they're ready to roll.
0: I'm still going to ride with Cincinnati slightly. I think they're slightly better And the other question that, listen, taking all of that aside, what is the suspension going to be for Deshaun Watson, assuming, well, if there is going to be one? Is that six games? Is that eight games? As far as immediately, if that is this year, it's obviously going to take a toll on their 2022 season. Yes. And where that stands. It changes that dynamic completely. But beyond that, they have a lot of their pieces in place for the long-term, or are going to have their pieces in place for the long-term, and that's why the Browns did this. I I think for the moment, just because of all of that, I'm going to give the the Bengals the slight edge, but boy, this is just a massive, massive move by the Cleveland Browns. And last part of this, Chris, real quick. We understand everything that's around him at this point, and this is going to have to play out. This is going to have to play out And people uh, are going to be outraged on one side and people are going to be excited on another side from a football standpoint. But all anybody can do right now is to see how the facts come out and see how it ends up playing out altogether. Well,
1: here's what I'll say. I don't know that the facts do come out, Carlin, because if I'm Jimmy Haslam and I'm committing $230 million to Deshaun Watson over the course of the next five years, I'm telling Deshaun Watson settle these cases, let's put this behind you. Now, I don't know how that affects what the NFL does in terms of the way of discipline, but as far as having this cloud hanging over what they're trying to do in Cleveland, it's completely unnecessary. Try to cut bait with the baggage that you had with the Houston Texans as much as you possibly can. I get that perception is reality in a lot of things, and 22, count them, 22 civil cases is hard to look past and say that Deshaun Watson didn't do anything wrong. But if you settle those cases, if you don't allow any of these information to come out, allow the news cycle throughout the course of the summer to take place, Deshaun Watson, his best friend right now, is time and distance away from this. And the only way to do that is by settling the cases right now. He certainly got the money to be able to do it.
0: He does. My only question is, out of 22, I have to feel like there's going to be a couple who are going to see this and say, wait, $230 million. Only $1 million in base salary next year if he gets suspended. He's not going to lose very much of it. That's going to tick some people off who it, may not want to settle for the money. It can tick them
1: off, but how much leverage do you actually have if the Harris County grand jury decided not to move forward with criminal charges? Well, but when civil cases are completely
0: It is. It right? is. It is. It is. You're absolutely right. But it depends on what kind of proof they actually have. It is a fascinating situation to play out in Cleveland and not necessarily... A great one, but on the field for the Browns, it's infinitely, infinitely making them a better football team. No question about that. It is Chris Carlin, Chris Canty on ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, Deshaun Watson ends up in Cleveland. So now, what happens to Baker Mayfield, and what team should want his services? We answer that question next, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. The money has gotten crazy. It's about to get crazier. You think about all. I mean, of these this is this is NBA money,
1: baseball money. Like this is a Rod money. No,
0: think about it. this it's, is a Rod money. I mean, Chris, honestly, how far are we from three hundred million guaranteed? But that's what I'm saying. This is a Rod, and I'm not talking yeah.
1: about Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about Alex Rodriguez. Like it's getting to that territory with quarterbacks in the
0: National Football league. Nobody's gotten that in the NBA yet, right? Nobody's got. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you got three hundred yeah. million.
1: 300 million? No, you got a few guys out there that have huge deals like Giannis. More signed, than 230. Yes. Giannis has got like a $250 million yes. deal. Like James Harden is poised to sign something like that this offseason with a contract extension. Like you've got NBA players getting that kind of money, but you ain't talking about a whole lot of those guys. No. I'm just trying to figure out when the NFL got to this place
0: where quarterbacks were getting this kind of money. We will be here one year from today, and there's going to be more done this offseason. Don't get me wrong with the guys that got to be paid. But one year from today, when we're talking about Justin Herbert and company, guys like that getting paid, yeah. he's going to get $300 million guaranteed. Wow. So I'm sitting here looking at
1: it right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo's contract, five years, $228 million. Deshaun but- Watson is making more than Giannis Antetokounmpo. NBA, NBA champion and two-time MVP, and Deshaun Watson is making more money than that guy. Harden's about to get more than him. Yeah, Harden's going to Harden, be the first Harden one.
0: is going to eclipse him. That'll be the first one. Wow. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Deshaun Ooh. Watson, two hundred and thirty million guaranteed from the Cleveland Browns. Wow. And that's why Lamar Jackson decided he was going to wait. That's why he's in no hurry to sign a new deal. <laughs> How about that? What is all right? So quick prediction what does lamar jackson get it's got
1: to be in this ballpark it has to be lamar jackson is two years younger he's got an mvp on the trophy case and he's got a playoff. he's got the same amount of playoff wins as deshaun watson
0: yep. does so
1: it's got to be in the ballpark it has I think to the, be
0: the guaranteed money jimmy has just blew out the league just blew out the league on the guaranteed money contract. I don't know that the guaranteed money will be as high just because the
1: Ravens have more years that they can control Lamar Jackson. Like, in this situation, this was, you know, no gun, no mask, put the money in the bag for Deshaun Watson. If you want me, if I'm, if you want me to waive my no trade and choose your franchise, this is what it takes with the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson is going into his option year, but they still have the franchise tag that they could use mm-hmm. the year after. Not to say that they would want to do that, but there's the potential for that. So I I, I look at this situation, man. Lamar Jackson is going to get something in his ballpark. He won't have the guaranteed money, but the total contractual value will be there. And – as far as I'm concerned, the guaranteed money doesn't matter because Lamar Jackson's never going anywhere. He's the Ravens' franchise quarterback.
0: Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Buddha in the Bronx, up next. Buddha, what's going on, man? How are you?
3: I'm good. I'm on with my two favorite guys from ESPN. That's what I'm talking about. My <laughs> man, Buddha, <laughs> it's been a minute, man. What you got for us? Yo, you already know. You know, section five, baby. I was to 181 back in the day. They anyway, Avenue, you know um, or you, know, you know what it is. <laughs> you know, you know, sir. But listen, um, on a serious note, you know, money-wise and the team that's around him-wise, obviously Cleveland was the best choice for him. But there's a part of me that thinks that it might not have been the best choice, all things considered. You know, like you said, um, Canty, you know, it was 22 people. You know, obviously, at the least, you made some poor choices and you put yourself in a bad situation. At the worst, it could be worse than that. Now, you know, there's entirely a possibility that there's some people, some of the accusers are in this one-money grab, uh, sp- specifically with the timing and the way it happened after he refused to play for Houston. But that's neither here nor there. What concerns me with him is is that, like and I said, choices you make. You know, Cleveland, Ohio, I don't know. You know, like the, the league obviously
0: told Cleveland how many games he was going to be suspended. They told these guys, all those teams, nobody, these guys are being there. They're not throwing out the I don't money know, like man. I think they're rolling the, the dice. I, 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 listen, when it sounds like, Buddha, that they were not supposed to deliver a contract offer to him or talk about money, they were just allowed to talk to him. And as we heard earlier in the show, they just went rogue on this and just decided, hey, this is what we'll do for you. And that's what made him change his mind. So I don't know that the league told him what the suspension's going to be.
1: No, I don't don't think the league did tell him what the suspension would be, but I think they are anticipating a suspension given the structure of the contract. But here's what I'll say. I mean, we talked to Adam Schefter earlier. He said that the framework, the rules of engagement for negotiating a trade with Deshaun, with the Houston Texans, was that you could discuss what the proposals would be but that there weren't supposed to be any contract restructures or contract offers as a part of this. But Cleveland decided they were going to buck that because, you know what? They found out late last night that they were being eliminated from the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So they just got together and said, you know what? Let's put together a massive contractual offer and submit that to David Mulligetta, Athletes First, Deshaun Watson's agent, and see what happens. What what's the what what's the downside in doing that? If you're Cleveland, there is no you're already on the outside looking in. The only thing that can get you back in the game if you're the Browns is showing Deshaun Watson some green. And that's exactly what they did. And they won. So the gamble paid off, and I get it there's some sticker shock. It's not necessarily landing well with a lot of people because of the perception around Deshaun last year, but this is what Cleveland had to do to solve the issue of who their quarterback was going to be long-term.
0: Join the conversation on the Canty call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Coming up, so Watson is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Are you willing to put some respect on that? We'll find out next. Carlin and Canty on ESPN Radio. After Indeed. Want to streamline your hiring for the springtime
1: Then you need Indeed, the powerful hiring platform that allows you to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Just sponsor a post, and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Invite them to apply, and you can even schedule and conduct interviews all from your employer dashboard. See why Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site, according to Talent Nest. Visit indeed.com/slash credit. You're listening to Carlin and Canny, ESPN Radio. ESPN ESPN Radio.
0: Radio. It has been a crazy, crazy day with Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland, getting 230. Million dollars guaranteed in a trade with the Texans. Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Join the conversation. Which is the better division now? The AFC West or the AFC North? We get to that in moments right now. It
4: is time for a little respecter check. Let's do it. Shannon Penn. Yep. All right, so here we go. Respect it or check it. I'm going to give you guys a hot, spicy take, and you got to tell me whether or not you're willing to put some respect on that hot take. You guys got it? Let's do it, man. All right, here we go. Canty, I will start with you. Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in the AFC North. You are going to respect it or you are going to check it?
1: Oh, you know I'm going to put a lot of respect on that, Shannon. Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Although I will say it's by a thin margin. Joe Burrow, I hold him in a high regard, but he just ain't Deshaun Watson. In his three full seasons down in Houston, Deshaun was able to make it to the playoffs in two of them, and both were double-digit win seasons. In all three of those seasons, he made the Pro Bowl. So, got to put some, of that, some respect on that man's name. It ain't his fault that he was playing for a dysfunctional franchise that couldn't get out of their own way. Now he's with a team that seems like they got their act in order with the head coach and the general manager. So a whole lot of respect on Deshaun Watson's name, and the great part is he gets to go out there and prove it this year, that he's the best
0: quarterback in the division. Check it. And the problem for me is you've got one quarterback who just took his team to the Super Bowl, and you've got another quarterback who's already won an MVP and has the same amount of playoff wins. So you've got one guy with more playoff wins, and you've got another with just as many in an MVP. It is an ultra-thin line. Like, very thinly sliced meat at the deli. But, you know, I'm going with Burrow 1, Jackson 2, Deshaun 3. Third best quarterback. Hot take. Ooh. Take that. Ooh. Check it. All right, cool. Let's stick with the coach. He don't
1: really believe that, though, Shannon. He's oh, just no, no, saying no. that. He don't here's really the, believe that. But here's
0: that. the thing you'll learn about me. Over the course of a couple of hours... I talk myself into things, not because I'm trying to be- make it happen for the show, but because, oh yeah, yeah no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. I all of a sudden start to think that I have more uh, sound opinions than I actually <laughs> do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
4: what that says about your take integrity there, Mister. No, yeah, um, it no, my take, like take my, integrity, my is. take
0: integrity stays there. It just it, it 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 develops. It's it's like the truth. It's something you work with.
4: All right, well, here we go. Wow.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Just
1: learned a lot about my teammate right there. Just learned a whole lot about it.
4: All right, here we go, Carlin. Baker Mayfield will be the New Orleans Saints week one starter next season. You going to respect that or you going to check that, Carlin? I'm
0: going I'm to check that. I, I think Baker is not going to be in New Orleans. And that, that to me, listen, I, I think it would be a, a decent place for him to go, but I would want Sean Payton there if he was going to go there. I think he'll end up somewhere else, whether that's Seattle, whether that's Indianapolis. I think it's going to be somewhere else. Check it. I am going
1: to check that as well. I don't think New Orleans is interested in Baker Mayfield. The reports are out there that they have Jameis Winston back in play now for their quarterback spot. We'll see how he recovers from that knee injury, but it doesn't sound like New Orleans is banging down Baker's door, and it doesn't feel like there are going to be a whole lot of teams that are in the Baker Mayfield market. So, this might be a situation where Baker Mayfield overplayed his hand, so I got to check that.
4: All right, moving on, uh, Canty. Vegas was a better option for Devontae Adams. You going to respect it or you going to check it? I'm going to respect that. I'm going to respect it. I got to
1: respect it because the number one receiver in the National Football League told me I should respect it. He has all of the information he needs on Derek Carr and on Aaron Rodgers. And you know what he said? I got to get off of the Rodgers coaster. I don't know if this dude is going to show up after 2022. He threatened retirement the last couple of off seasons. It's a situation now. I've got to do what's in the best interest of my football future. And signing this five-year contract, I feel a lot more confident that throughout the life of that deal, Derek Carr is going to be in place than Aaron Rodgers being in place. So,
0: yeah, I'm going to respect it. I'm going to check it just because, just because, his chances of getting to the Super Bowl and winning would be better with Aaron Rodgers, even though I don't think they're great, just because of the division he's now going to be playing in. We've talked about Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, yet somehow they're still the fourth best team in the division. So, for that reason, I will check. It has nothing to do with respecting Aaron Rodgers at all. Uh, first of all, hey, let, me do this, let me do something right here, Shannon Adlib. I'm going to check
1: the Chris Carlin take right now that the <laughs> Vegas Raiders are the fourth best team in the division. I I, think I I I don't think they are. And I get that Vegas is saying that they are. I don't think they are. I think that belongs to the Los Angeles Chargers. And until Justin Herbert makes the playoffs, then I'm going to go with the team and the quarterback that I know can get there.
0: Chargers just made themselves infinitely better through free agents.
1: Well, I, I, I hope so.
0: Yeah. I hope so. There ain't no excuse. If they don't go to the playoffs, it ain't because they don't got talent. Well, that's why I put them as third. Okay, and, all right. And there's not a massive right. gap between the two, but they're okay. third. Okay, all right. They're third. All right. All right. Move it along, Sharon. All right, here
4: we go. Uh, Two more questions really quickly. Uh, Carlin, I'll start with you. The Bills are still the team that beat in the AFC. You going to respect it or you going to check it? I'm going to respect it. And because the Bills are
0: quietly going to be able to do their thing in the AFC East and – Feast on some bad talent, but the Vaughn Miller signing kind of put it over the top for me. I'm going to respect it.
1: Yeah, the Bills are still the team to beat. I'm going to respect it. I got to, and I compared Vaughn Miller signing to when we saw the Dallas Cowboys bring over Charles Haley once upon a time. A guy that had won multiple Super Bowls, got a Super Bowl MVP, championship pedigree. Injecting that into your locker room with a talented roster. The Buffalo Bills, keep it in mind, the only team in the NFL to have a top five offense and defense from a year ago, yeah, they're still the favorite. They're still the team to beat in the AFC. They should have beat Kansas City this past year in the playoffs. I don't know what the hell they were doing with that kickoff, but that's neither here nor there. They are the team to beat, though, going into 2022. All
4: All right, here we go. Last question here. Canty. I'll start with you. Having more than one NCAA tournament bracket makes you untrustworthy. You're gonna respect I, it, or you're gonna check it. I'm gonna respect it—a ton of
1: respect on this take, Shannon. People that have multiple brackets—you know who they're like. They're like people that don't like bacon. They're like people that wear black Air Force Ones. You just can't trust them, man. <laughs> Th- those people are not well-meaning. They got bad intentions. They, they, you know, you just—you—you you, can't—you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. I, I just—it's one of those things, Shannon. Call me crazy, but if you have more than one sheet of integrity when it comes to your NCAA bracket, that makes you untrustworthy. See, we
0: have found common ground. On many levels right there when I heard your bacon tick, which is outstanding. It's true. Not that I would ever doubt it. It's true. true. It's It's absolutely true. You cannot cannot trust anyone that doesn't like bacon. It's too good. It's too good. Absolutely. Respect it. No doubt. You go beyond one. Fugazi, you are a fraud if you go beyond one. I know guys who would put three and four in a pool and say, Oh, look. Listen, I had Loyola Chicago in the Final Four. Yeah, you also had Kentucky and Iowa in the other one. Please, please stop.
4: Respect. If, if you say if you say the term one of my brackets, you can't yes. come to the penthouse for dinner. I'm sorry. Check
0: exactly. You're out. You're out. Don't even show up. Good call. I love it. That was respect It or check it. Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight eight eight. Seven two nine three seven seven six. Your chance to join the show, join the conversation. Better division, AFC West now or the AFC North with Deshaun Watson headed to Cleveland. Up next, what has been the biggest surprise of a massively surprising NFL offseason so far? We'll answer that question on ESPN Radio.
3: ESPN Radio.
0: Chris Carlin, Chris Canney, ESPN Radio, our weekend preview poll. Looking back at the whirlwind of an NFL offseason we've had so far, we were asking the following question. What has been the biggest surprise this (laughs) offseason? Tom Brady unretiring, Devontae Adams to the Raiders, Von Miller to the Bills, or other, I think, we hit other today. We did write this poll prior to the news earlier. Yeah, and I don't think people have had enough
1: time to react to the poll because I'm seeing other check in at dead last at four point four percent. Yeah. And I think that Deshaun Watson choosing the Cleveland Browns twelve hours after Deshaun Watson said the Cleveland Browns were out of it. I, I mean that 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 is a huge surprise. No one saw that coming. We were on this show yesterday, and Carlin, we were speculating that it was Atlanta or New Orleans, and we gave the edge to Atlanta because it was his hometown. Nobody saw the Cleveland Browns, and nobody saw them giving him this massive contract with $230 million in guaranteed money. How could you? It's amazing to think that in an offseason where the greatest quarterback of all time retires and then decides 40 days later to unretire that that would check in as third in the most surprising oh, yeah. things that we've seen. <laughs> and this probably off-season. a distant
0: third that's, at this point. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How crazy is that? And, and not only that, this week. It's this week. It's not even the entire offseason so far. It is nuts. And Devontae Adams going to the Raiders won the poll. But at the same time, I mean, after what happened today, there, there is no doubt in my mind that the most surprising aspect of this offseason is Deshaun Watson ending up in Cleveland. This weekend preview brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. Quickly, John in Florida up next on ESPN Radio. John, you got 20 seconds.
3: I, 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 you guys quickly forgot about Lamar Jackson MVP in Baltimore when you put Deshaun above him. I, I think you got to wait and see what happens. He has been sitting out for a little while, so you can't throw him above an MVP in Baltimore. Yeah, I, yeah, the hell I can. Deshaun Watson is <laughs> a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson.
1: Deshaun Watson is a better thrower of the football than Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson might not be as good a runner as Lamar Jackson, but he can move around a little bit. So, yeah, I can absolutely go out there and say, if I'm starting a football team and the choices between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson, I'm taking Deshaun, period. End of story. There's And I'm a former Baltimore Raven, so that's saying a lot.
0: It's painful for you, I'm sure. Yes,
1: very. ESPN, ESPN Radio. Radio.
0: Unbelievable news today with Deshaun Watson getting $230 million guaranteed From the Cleveland Browns, they make the trade with the Houston Texans. They send three number one picks and then a couple of other picks as well. A second-round pick in there, too. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are just about at that time where we can get a couple of your calls in, but we will have three and out in just one moment. First, got to thank everybody who chimed in on a big News making day Aaron Goldhammer Emmett Golden both from ESPN Cleveland does
1: ESPN, does ESPN Cleveland have something to do with gold do they have some kind of endorsement everybody that they have on the roster it's has to have gold in their name it's a good call I'm just curious
0: yeah it's a good call <laughs> <laughs> if so like how do we get that kind of cash and then, Emma, and then Adam Schefter as well Jason Fitz Sarah Barshop ESPN Texans reporter all joining us today outstanding stuff we got from them but right now it is time for a little three and out and we start three and out with the biggest surprise of the nfl offseason was that today chris canty
1: no it wasn't today I'm going to say that the Devontae Adams news was the biggest surprise that we saw the NFL offseason. I'm going to actually agree with the poll. And the reason why I say that is because we all assumed for the last year that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers was a package deal. And Aaron Rodgers even intimated as much in the post-game press conference after they lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. He said that this organization has a lot of decisions to make, Carlin, They got a lot of decisions to make with impending free agents and seeing how many guys that we can keep on the roster. The assumption was that they wanted to lower Aaron Rodgers' cap number with a contract extension so they could get Devontae Adams off of the franchise tag after Devontae had already said he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. And to have Devontae spurn them, even when the Packers being willing to match the money that the Raiders were going to give them and decide that he was better off in Vegas... That, that is a huge surprise as far as I'm concerned because you're talking about one of the most prolific duos over the course of the last, what, 10 years, last decade, that we've seen in NFL history. I mean, you, you're, they haven't had a better duo when it comes to quarterback and wide receiver in a two-year span than what we've seen Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers just put up. And so the fact that Adams would decide that I'm better off with Derek Carr in that division as opposed to staying here in Green Bay
0: with Aaron Rodgers, that's a huge surprise to me. It's shocking. And a huge indictment on Aaron Rodgers. It's shocking. It is shocking. I would say it's a little less shocking from earlier in the week when he made it clear that he was not going to be playing on the franchise tag. I wouldn't say I was expecting it by any stretch. Just a hair less shocking, a hair less shocked than I was earlier today with the Watson News of 230 fully guaranteed. That Just, That's the one, the contract. That's, that's the Not one. Not that he was traded to Cleveland,
1: but no, the contract.
0: No, we've seen teams reverse courses before. Yeah. The fact that that's what the difference was, and totally get why that was the difference for Deshaun Watson. Uh, when you are setting a record by 80 million uh. and a record drops in the span uh. of three days, it, you really have no oh other my way to gosh. go. gosh. Three and out topic number two. This is probably the endorsement Deshaun Watson is not looking for. Who was one of the first people to shout out Deshaun Watson on Twitter after the trade to the Browns? Trevor Bauer. Hey, congratulations. I know you've had all this BS you've had to deal with. You know, go there and ball. You know, if I'm Deshaun Watson, Trevor Bauer, probably not the guy I want there first and foremost, right in line to... Really support me in that. Well, you moment. know why
1: Trevor Bauer is doing that,
0: of right? Of course, because because, because, the it's ML- for Trevor because, Bauer. because the
1: MLBPA and the MLB both agreed to continue his suspension or his you know exile from Major League Baseball until what the middle of April. Yeah, and in trying to find some resolution to his his sexual misconduct case, and so I, I, this is not what you want if you're Deshaun Watson, and if you're Trevor Bauer, or if you're somebody in Trevor Bauer's circle, do him a favor take his phone away because yeah. he doesn't need to be tweeting this nonsense out. Like, what you're dealing with, the gravity of what you're facing is big enough. Don't try to hit your your your, your – you don't try to ride Deshaun Watson's coattails and try to sway the court of public opinion. What Deshaun Watson is involved with or what he's being accused of is despicable. And what you're being accused of is despicable. Just because he's going to have an opportunity after having to sit out an entire year to continue his career – doesn't mean that you should step right in and play in Major League Baseball this season. Stop yourself, Trevor Bauer. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous.
0: Third three and out. What quarterback domino drops next? I'm going myself with Matt Ryan. I say he ends up somewhere else Even before Baker Mayfield, I know that sounds a little crazy. Yeah. But I think they're going to try to do right by Matt Ryan and maybe get him to a place like Indianapolis before Indianapolis can get to Baker. Ooh, I am
1: going to go with the quarterback domino that drops next. I'm going to go with Jameis Winston re-signing with the New Orleans Saints. I know it's not sexy, but the other ones seem like they have some moving parts. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to do this strange dance with the Cleveland Browns ultimately end up with Baker Mayfield, and then Jimmy Garoppolo eventually gets traded, but teams want to
0: see how he progresses with the medical. I-, I tell you what, this has been just an absolutely amazing day with this massive news, and we've got more on it coming up with Spain and Fitz in just moments. To Sean Watson, to Cleveland, $230 million. Oof. Oof.